the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. Glad you're with us today. Take us with you wherever you go. iHeart, TuneIn, Radio.com, apps. You can download the Answer app. That would be better. better. That's a cross between better and preferable. Better, preferable. Uh, it's both. It's better and it's preferable, uh, if my mouth can articulate the thought. Why? Because you get Hugh Hewitt to start your morning, and then Mike Gallagher, 9 to 11, the Bruce Hooley Show, followed by the wise one, Dennis Prager, Seb Gorka and Charlie Kirk now has uh, my former time slot, 5 to 7 p.m. All conservative, awesome, talented hosts that you love. And Monday on The Bruce Hooley Show, we'll have another conservative host that you will love. He is Michael Knowles. He's the author of Speechless, Controlling Words, Controlling Minds. Looking forward to having Michael Knowles on The Bruce Hooley Show on Monday. Joe Biden will speak to the nation in an hour. Will he take questions? I think probably, yeah. But, wow, does that have the potential to go south? He has not taken questions from reporters. He took questions from George Stephanopoulos, which you're really reaching, in my opinion, to call George Stephanopoulos a reporter. What are you talking about? He's the head of ABC News. Yes, he's the former uh, Clinton campaign strategist. He cried in Hillary's arms. When Bill was elected, I don't think George Stephanopoulos would answer to the, well, nobody really in journalism anymore answers to the description of a nonpartisan. But George Stephanopoulos definitely is not a nonpartisan. Yet I will say he did a pretty good job pinning the president down on the dreadful, humiliating exit from Afghanistan and the peril in which it has placed Five to 10,000 Americans. Wait, do the math. A little bit less than 3,000 Americans died on 9-11. Now, many more have died since in 9-11 related illnesses. I'm sure there were some who died of suicide and depression and drug abuse and things related to 9-11, losing loved ones and the like. It's interesting, the other day, Uh, I saw a headline about one of the women who was most often featured in the headlines when the Tiger Woods scandal broke, Tiger Woods sex scandal. And that woman, Rachel, you could tell, her fiancé was killed in the 9-11 attacks. And I thought to myself, what course did her life take? What southerly course did her life take? Because her fiancé was murdered by... Muslim extremists who flew planes into the towers. You don't know. She's sold her body and compromised her integrity and her morality 
and she's pretty much a train wreck. But you don't know the emotional toll that an event like that took. And those are the uncalculated costs of 9-11. And those of you who served in Afghanistan, don't you ever think that you served in vain because you did not serve in vain. You served gallantly. You served valiantly. You kept us safe since 9-11. I don't know how much longer we're going to be safe because we have a president and an administration. I need to link the two because I don't really think he's in charge. I think he's a complete, convenient concoction of the Democratic Party. He's been an empty suit his entire political career. He's exposed in this Afghanistan mess how out of touch he is, how much hubris he has when it comes to accepting the best intelligence of others. But how could we expect Joe Biden to muster any intelligence himself when he says, and I quote, that Hunter Biden is the smartest person he knows? Hunter Biden, who can't keep track of, to channel my inner LeBron James, not one, not two, but three laptops on which he has filmed himself doing drugs, having sex with prostitutes, consorting with Russians. That guy, that guy who left an email train a mile long about his own and his family's, including his father's, culpability with China, Russia, Jackpot, who were America's biggest enemies. Hunter Biden's taking money from them. Lots of it. That's the smartest guy Joe Biden knows. So why would you expect Joe Biden to pay attention to anyone else's intelligence when he thinks Hunter Biden is the president of Mensa? So the president today at 1 o'clock, if he answers questions, is going to be exposed vulnerable. Bad things happen when Joe Biden talks on a live mic. He didn't look very good the other day on ABC when Stephanopoulos pressed him a bit more than he was probably comfortable. And now we know that ABC News cut out of the interview that you watched 900 words that the president had to say. Now, what do you think they cut out of that interview? Oh, just idle chit-chat, how's the wife, how's the kids? No, no, we now have a full transcript from ABC News in which this little nugget was left on the cutting room floor. Stephanopoulos says, we don't really know what's happening outside of Kabul. Biden, pardon me? (laughs) Joe, wake up, wake up. Stephanopoulos. We don't really know what's happening outside of Kabul. Biden. Well, we do know generically and in some specificity what's happening outside of Kabul. We don't know it in great detail, but we do know. And guess what? The Taliban knows if they take on American citizens or American military, we will strike them back like hell won't have it. Hmm. Now, why would that have gotten cut out? Because, A, 
Biden looks like a moron admitting that they don't know what's going on in Kabul outside the little corner of the airport that they control. And B, because that is a stupid thing for the president to say when and only when he lacks the ability to follow through on it. Because I know what you're saying out there, lefty. You're saying, well, Donald Trump would have said the same thing. He'd have told him he was going to nuke him and blow a hole from here to the inner core of the earth out of Afghanistan. And you know what? You're right. He would have said that. But you know what? He would have done it. He would have done it. Threats have value with enemies unless they are empty threats. And what do you think the Taliban would have thought of that threat when they control the entirety of Afghanistan and all but the little sliver of the airport that they're allowing, yes, allowing us to have? You think that would have gone well for the Americans over there? Oh, really, Joe Biden? Oh, really? You're going to, you're going to, you're going to strike us back like hell won't have it? Really? There. How about a little taste of this? How about a little beheading in the street for your CNN cameras? ABC cut that out, both because Biden looked and sounded clueless and because he said something really stupid that could have gotten, no, wait, would have gotten Americans killed. And today at 1 o'clock, He's going to be in front of a microphone again, and I don't know if he's going to turn tail and run like he has twice already in the past week and not answer questions. But would anything surprise you today? I don't even know if I'd be surprised if he resigned. I don't know how they would have ever impressed that upon him because to him, you know, the presidency is the holy grail in his lifelong pursuit of significance, which is certainly beyond his own capability to achieve on his own merits. But perhaps they've convinced him that, look, get out of here. Get off the stage before we kick you off the stage because they have ample ammunition with the 25th Amendment. Remember when we were talking about in the latter stages of the Trump administration, the 25th Amendment and why the Democrats were floating it? And there were a few of you prescient enough to say, They're not throwing that out there as a threat against Trump. They're setting the table to use that against Biden and to get him out of the way and take the mask off their moderation and allow crazy Kamala to take control. Well, he's proven to be an epic disaster. But again, when you have an administration where the people who are really in charge are quite likely puppet masters behind the scenes... They only allow you to be in power as long as you have usefulness to them. And it might just be that Joe Biden's usefulness to them has exactly 45 more minutes before the clock runs out. Those who no longer feel the need to defend Joe Biden at every turn include the Washington Post. CNN is taking him to the woodshed. Clarissa Ward, their reporter in Kabul, says if this isn't failure, I don't know what failure looks like. Uh, Jake Tapper today disclosed that a memo to Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said what has happened 
would happen. And that memo came hmm, not just an hour ago. It had, came last month. So if Joe Biden can't count on CNN and he can't count on the Washington Post, and by the way, the Washington Post today fact-checked Joe Biden's sit-down with George Stephanopoulos, and they said there were four glaring untruths. Four. I'm about to expose a fifth that's in the part of the transcript that ABC News and part of the interview that ABC News did not run because they knew it was a lie. And how did they know it was a lie? Because our allies have made no effort to hide that they were not included in this decision by Joe Biden on the timing of it. Sure, say, well, it's been out there for months. We're withdrawing. Yes, but the rapidity and stupidity in which we did it late last week and continue to fumble and bumble and stumble through this week uh, was not something that they knew was coming. And so what were one of those lies that Joe Biden told in his sit-down with George Stephanopoulos? The lie that, oh, the Afghan military, you know, we trained them and they, they just turned tail and ran. I mean, they just gave up. They just they no stomach to fight for freedom. I mean, we trained, we did everything we could. Uh, the fact of the matter is American military casualties since February of 2020, zero in Afghanistan, zero. How many Afghan soldiers die fighting for freedom in their country with the coaching, guidance, leadership of the American military? 50,000. 50,000. So, you know, rather than paint the Afghan military as Barney Fife in a turban, Joe Biden should have, why would he have, told the truth about the fact that, yeah, when we bugged out, like, they didn't really know what to do because they've counted on our air support, they've counted on our expertise. He's not going to tell you that. But do you know who is going to tell you that? is a British Parliament member by the name of Tom Hagenhut. Tom Hagenhut served in Afghanistan with Afghan soldiers, and he did not care much for Joe Biden, who never served in the military, by the way, impugning the valor of others. To see their commander-in-chief call into question the courage of men I fought with, to claim that they ran, it's shameful. Those who have never fought for the colors they fly should be careful about criticizing those who have. Boy, that is, that's the kind of a statement that resonates through history. That's the kind of a statement like Franklin Delano Roosevelt made in the aftermath of Pearl Harbor. We have nothing to fear but fear itself. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. So here is the unaired lie of Joe Biden, and it involves our British allies. George Stephanopoulos, and again, this was removed from his interview with Biden because it would have made Biden look like what it would have made Joe Biden. It would have given an accurate picture of Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a congenital, unrepentant liar to inflate his own abilities and capabilities and accomplishments Remember, I drove an 18-wheeler. 
I mean, I took care of Corn Pop. All the things Joe Biden has claimed to have done that he hasn't done. He's a braggart. He knows he's feckless and impotent, but he sure likes to portray himself as big man on campus. So he was never going to say, yeah, I made this decision myself because he knows it's protocols to involve your allies. So George Stephanopoulos says, um, those who say, look, America cannot be trusted now. America does not keep its promises. Biden says, who? Who's going to say that? Continuing Biden's comments. Look, before I made this decision, I met with all our allies, our NATO allies in Europe. They agreed we should be getting out. Okay, so he met with all of them. He kept them right in the loop, okay? So in the aftermath of this going south, um, Boris Johnson, Prime Minister of uh, Great Britain, says he tried to get Joe Biden on the phone on Monday morning, and he finally got to Joe Biden on Tuesday night. Nigel Farage is the leader of uh, Brexit in England. Uh, Here is what he says about Biden not involving our British allies. Joe Biden, despite the fact the mission in Afghanistan was not purely an American mission, it was a NATO mission, we were the second biggest partner, it had been going on for 20 years, Joe Biden chose unilaterally, without any consultation with NATO, without any consultation with us, your closest ally, for the last century and a bit more, chose unilaterally to decide the timing and the method by which American troops would leave Afghanistan. That left the rest of us simply with no option, just because America clearly is bigger than we are and the rest of us. Uh, And this is not how you treat allies. It is certainly not how you treat a NATO alliance, which since the late 1940s has done so much to preserve peace in the world. And I, I can't think in my lifetime of a moment when my friends in this country, who are naturally inclined to be pro-American, have been more critical of America and asking the question, how could we ever trust America again? That's just how serious this is, not just for us, but for America's place in the world. And it does seem to me, on a number of angles, that what Biden has done is given China a massive leap up the global uh, agenda. No doubt about that. Our enemies in China and Russia are markedly stronger than they were in 2001 when the planes hit the towers. Wouldn't surprise me a bit if they both, China and Russia, get aggressive in their efforts to annex more land or obtain more alliances that will be used against us. Because we look, we are a vision of our president right now. We are weak. We are confused. We are uncertain. And that'll be on full display when Biden talks in a half an hour. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.